tell us a story from this past week? G'day, G'day family, how are you? You doing good? Yeah. Awesome, awesome. I have a story from youth last Sunday, and I'm going to try and read this message because it was a message from my wife. She um, encountered one of the girls who was going through some rough time uh, last week. So I'm going to read this without mentioning her name because we want to keep this confidential, but um, hopefully I don't mess this up. So we have a girl uh, from junior high um, who was super quiet during discussion, which isn't like her, which is our connect groups essentially on Sundays. So she and Mia came up to Morgan after connect and Mia actually said, um, are you okay to this young lady? And she was like, I'm fine. So Morgan asked again, girl, you know, I know you, is, is there something up? You don't have to hide it from us, you know. Is, is it boys, you know, is it something like that? And she said, no, I asked if it was about the message and how Joe talked about our earthly father. So she's struggled with, um, with her relationship with her biological father, so which actually um, relates to what my story, because I, I don't know who my biological father is to this day. So, um, so her eyes started getting teary and she hugged Morgan. And in that moment, um, she began to declare promises of a heavenly father over her. Um, so she's been walking with her through middle school up, up until youth. Um, and she, uh, Morgan understands her relationship between her and her, her father, her biological father, which is like basically non-existent. So she doesn't have a relationship with her biological father at all. So what Morgan did is that she assured her that just like me, Joe, who doesn't know his earthly father, God still has a plan for her. And just like God used me, Joe, he will use her too. So uh, Morgan agreed with her for a miracle in her relationship with her biological father. She said she was so thankful. So this was this young lady. She was so thankful for someone like myself to be at youth to talk about this kind of stuff that she looks up to people like myself who... I don't know who my biological father is and someone she could relate to. So isn't that amazing how like we can speak into lives that we went through a journey like same as them and the fact that we've made it through that journey with God and then at least they have someone to look up to and they have a hope in this journey as well. So that's my story. Thank you. Okay, today, y'all, we are in for a treat. We have our midweek message from Pastor Earl. (laughs) Hello, everyone. Guatemala, Dallas, uh, all around. Incredibly excited about today. Uh, I am convinced that if the Apostle Paul was alive today, he would be leveraging every ounce of technology uh, to get the gospel of Jesus Christ all over the world. Uh, So, hey, do me a favor, Tyler. Right now I'm looking at an empty chair and I'm looking at Guatemala. Can you turn me? There you go. There you go. I want to see some people. Oh, look at Brian Shotwell's beautiful hair. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Take me out further. Take me out further. There we go. There we go. Thank you. Good to see everyone. Okay. Hey, if you have your Bibles, you can go with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 9. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, I want to begin reading in verse 22 and go all, all the way down to verse 27. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 22. To the weak I became weak to win the weak. I have become all things to all people so that by all possible means I might save some. 
I do all this for the sake of the gospel that I may share in its blessings. Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one gets the prize, run in such a way as to get the prize. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Therefore, I do not run like someone running aimlessly. I do not fight like a boxer beating the air. No, I strike a blow to my body and make it my slave so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. Uh, If there was a title for this uh, little talk here, it would be running, running and running, running and running. I don't know if anybody remembers that song from back in the day. Um, Run in such a way as to get the prize. Uh, I'm going to go on first on the very lowest level of this. Okay, let me talk about this from just the, the, the standpoint of can we just all make a commitment that we're going to be the best we can be in every single area and endeavor that God has put in our hands. We're going to be the type of people that run to get the prize. Because everybody runs to get the prize. You know there are plenty of people that you work with, uh, uh, maybe right now, hopefully you're not working with them at the church, uh, but other people at other jobs uh, you're, you're working with, and they just, they give half effort, half energy, uh, half focus, um, there's not a passion, there's not a fire, there's not a zeal, there's not an enthusiasm. They're just going through the motions. And whenever you're running hard and you look over at someone like that that's not running all that hard, it can almost zap the life out of you. I just want I just want the folks at Shoreline City to say we're gonna be the type of people that run to get the prize. That we're the type of people that if God puts it in our hand. We're going to we're going to crush it. We're the type of people, if we're given an opportunity, then we're going to make the most of that opportunity. That if if God opens a door for us, that we're going to run through that door with humility and with passion. And we're going to be the best that we can possibly be. So, So if you're a mom. Be the best mom you can possibly be. And if you're a dad, be the best dad you can possibly be. And and if you're a student right now, and C's are what's best, like that's the best you can give, then please get C's. But if you have A-plus potential, like I believe you do, go ahead and run in such a way as to get the prize. If you're a songwriter, don't write junk crap songs. Excuse me, that was an offensive word for some. I apologize. Don't write those. Write songs that are strong. Write songs that point people to Jesus. Write songs that bring hope to people if you are a leader in your in your business don't just go through the motions have your employees be the most loved and cared for employees on the planet do your best to create an environment with those that you're supervising where they love coming to work i just want to make sure we're people that run to get the prize and if you're a host at a door yeah yeah. Be the best host you can possibly be. If you're if you're working in Littles, serving in Littles, be the best Littles uh, serve team member you can possibly be. If you're in growth track, if you're uh, an usher, wherever it is, you, wherever it is you are on the team, 
run in such a way as to get the prize. Yeah. But that's that's the lower level. That's the lower level. Okay. okay. That's talking about okay. us being the best. Okay. I want to I want to I want to bring us back to verse twenty three. Okay. He says, "I do all this for the sake of the gospel, yeah. that I may share in its blessings." Wow. Um. So then he goes into all this stuff about running to get the prize, running to get the prize, running to get the prize, running to get the prize. He says, "Because anybody that's going to begin begin to compete in games, they run it to get a crown that will not last." Yeah. We're going after a crown that lasts forever. Forever. So this is just this is not just about you going to work and just being, you know, the best you can be, or you know, serving and being the best you can be, or you know, if God puts something in your hands, being the best you can be just for you. The apostle Paul here is saying, I, I, my prize, my, my prize is not a big house. Yeah. And my prize is not uh, a nicer car. Yeah. And my prize is not even being married, because the Apostle Paul actually wasn't married. Shout out to the single people. Uh, This, uh, for him, the prize was about something that was eternal. It was about something that went beyond today. The prize he's talking about sharing in the prize is is like the the prize that we get to share in the story of Noah. That's the prize he's talking about, where, where we have a beautiful eight-year-old or nine-year-old little boy uh, that was, had not given his heart and life to Jesus, and beautiful, uh, beautifully, our family gathered around and prayed for God to grab a hold of his heart, and then there were bigs workers, and there was prayer partners, and there were family members, and there were friends that said, hey, we're going to trust God to grab a hold of this young man's heart and life. That is a sharing in the prize of the gospel because Noah raised his hand and said, yes, I want to surrender my life to Jesus Christ. That's one of those crowns that lasts forever. I'm reminded of a man who told his wife, I'm leaving you. I'm done with you. I want a divorce. They had kids and the, his wife, the wife that he was about to leave was talking to one of our serve team folks, telling her this story. She's crying, upset, frustrated, as you can imagine. And this person on the search team goes, oh, I don't know if I should. Should I bring up God? Should I do it? I don't know. I'm going to do it. Hey, come on with me to church. Come with me to church this weekend. The lady comes to church and her husband decides to come as well. This husband had been cheating on his wife. The message is about David and Bathsheba. He's sitting there in the back feeling like the message is specifically for him. He is locked in when it comes time to give his heart and his life to Christ. The man raises his hand after church, goes back to his wife, says, honey, I'm sorry. I'm not leaving you. I'm not going anywhere. I want to be here with you. I want to raise my kids. That's the crown that lasts forever. Those are eternal benefits that you and I cannot put a dollar amount on. I want us to understand that when we are running, we are not running for the temporary. You and I are running for the eternal. You and I are not running for something that wastes away. You and I are running for something that lasts forever, that there will be a day we'll be standing on these streets of gold and the God of heaven will say, well done, good and faithful servant. It doesn't say well done, good and faithful servant because you and I accumulated a bunch of stuff. He says, well done, good and faithful servant because you and I were partakers in the gospel 
gospel and sharing and its blessings as we continue to pour it into people at our jobs and at our school and in our families. I um, I got a, a phone call or actually an email from a, from a buddy of mine. I'm I'm old now. You guys know that. So now when I'm in my 40s, I, I got a buddy of mine from high school that uh, that sent me an email, and uh, and he said, "Hey, uh, I'm getting baptized uh, this week." And um, and my wife and my kids will be there, and I, I've joined this church, and I'm I'm like serving. And he said, "I just want to say thank you that in high school you shared Jesus with me." I remember in high school walking across the bridge at our school and turning to Kelly, saying, "Hey, Kelly." Uh, if you die today, <laughs> this is all I knew to say back then. So I'm going to go right now. I'm going to If you die today, are you going to heaven or hell? Wow. That's, that's all I knew to do to at least start it. And then uh, we, we began the conversation talking about Jesus and surrendering our lives to him and the forgiveness of sins. And I remember him praying the, the sinner's prayer, as we call it, with me, as we were walking from one class to another. I, I remember. I remember him even saying this. I got something inappropriate, to, another inappropriate thing to say. He goes, man, it feels like, whoa, it feels like the enemy just left me like bad gas. Um, but he, he used another word. He used another word. And uh, but again, he's, he's 16 years old, 17 years old at the time, just trying to put put it into words but 20 years later he's writing to me saying i remember that prayer i remember that moment i remember you sharing jesus with me and now i know i I have the opportunity to share in the blessings of the gospel please my friends when you are serving you are sharing in the blessings of the gospel when you are praying for loved ones and family members you're sharing in the blessings of the gospel and you and i are not doing this for a crown that fades away we are doing this for a crown that lasts forever run in such a way as to win the prize i love you so so much king thank you for allowing these moments here to share with you. Man, I'm so thankful. Awesome. And I'm a little bit fired up, as you can see. That's great. Awesome. <laughs> share some stories, y'all. All right. Morning, Pastor. Morning, everybody. So I just want to share a story. Um, 